This is a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. I need thee every hour, most gracious Lord. No tender voice like thine can peace afford. I need thee, oh I need thee. Welcome to worship this Lenten evening as we continue our journey to the cross, following different individuals to understand a little bit more maybe how we fit in on that journey to the cross. Uh, first, we took uh, good old Judas Iscariot and then Mary, the mother of Jesus. And now we look for the Mary the one who bought expensive perfume and washed or wiped Jesus's feet with her hair. But as we continue, uh, we want to again welcome you to services at Deronda at 9.30 on Sunday. And we'll be continuing these services through Lent at six o'clock on WPCA and at 6.15 at Deronda this week. And then after that, we'll be up at Trinity. Prayer of preparation. God of all mercy and consolation, come to the help of your people, turning us from our sin to live for you alone. Give us the power of your Holy Spirit that we may confess our sin, receive your forgiveness, and grow into the fullness of Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. Continue with the confession of our sin and the absolution. Gracious God, have mercy on us. We confess that we have turned from you and given ourselves into the power of sin. We are truly sorry and humbly repent. In your compassion, forgive us our sins, known and unknown, things we have done and things we have failed to do. Turn us again to you and uphold us by your spirit so that we may live and serve you in newness of life through Jesus Christ, our Savior and Lord. Amen. 
I declare to you, God, who is rich in mercy, loved us even when we were dead in sin and made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved. In the name of Jesus Christ, your sins are forgiven. Almighty God, strengthen, may Almighty God strengthen you with power through the Holy Spirit that Christ may live in your hearts through faith. Amen. You said you'd come and share all my sorrows. You said you'd be there for all my tomorrows. I came so close to sending you away. But just like you promised, you came there to stay. I just had to Jesus said, come to the water, stand by my side. I know you are thirsty, you won't be denied. I felt every teardrop when in darkness you cried, and I strove to Dark. 
Our reading for, for tonight is found in John, the 12th chapter, verses 1 through 8. Six days before the Passover, Jesus came to Bethany, the home of Lazarus, whom he had raised from the dead. There they gave a, a dinner for him. Martha served, and Lazarus was one of those at the table with him. Mary took a pound of costly perfume made of pure nard, anointed Jesus' feet, and wiped them with her hair. The house was filled with the fragrance of the perfume. But Judas Iscariot, one of his disciples, the one who was about to betray him, said, why is this perfume not sold for 300 denarii and the money given to the poor? He said this not because he cares about the poor, but because he was a thief. He kept the common purse and used to steal from it what was put into it. Jesus said, leave her alone. She bought it so that she might keep it for the day of my burial. You always have the poor with you, but you do not always have me. The Gospel of the Lord. I love that last verse. I, I remember Shane Claiborne talking about when somebody come up and say, uh, why do you speak on behalf of the poor so much? Jesus said, the poor will always be with you. And Shane would look him in the eye and says, well, where are they? Are they with you? I always thought that was a good response. Sometimes we forget those things. But many times we use that as an excuse not to, uh, not to care or to serve. But that's the beauty of this story. Mary here, uh, there's a few instances in the four Gospels. Uh, one is Mary Magdalene, and uh, she's not the same as this Mary. And so you kind of have some confusion as to who this Mary is. But this is the Mary, I'm assuming it was the sister to Martha and a sister to Lazarus. She had been with Jesus. She had heard Jesus speak. She had probably even heard what Jesus was talking about going to Jerusalem. This was only six days before the Passover. So it was getting close from Palm Sunday to that night in which he would institute communion, the Eucharist for us. And then of course, the Friday in which he would die. Mary seemed to kind of have an inkling. And so she uses this costly perfume and washes Jesus' feet with it, or at least applies it. I don't know if you would call it washing it necessarily. But then she uses her hair to wipe his feet. And you may ask, why would she do that? Well, one thing, it was just practical. There was no waste because a lot of times the women would use this perfume in their hair. And so in that sense, there was no way she wiped his feet with her hair and now her hair had this nard on it also. But it was also interesting that people always seemed to want to touch Jesus. And she was probably another one that was able or feeling that need on hearing some of the things that were coming down the road, she just needed to be in the presence and feel the touch of Jesus. But it also was a sign of self-sacrifice. 
After all, if you wear dirty sandals, or wear sandals, you usually get dirty feet. And so when she put this dart on his feet, that probably picked up the dirt that was on his feet, whatever was there, and now it was in her hair. But it was so important to her to show her love and compassion to Jesus that that didn't even enter her mind. I think the thing I like best about this story is, you know, when we love someone, we give our best. It's interesting how sometimes people will not always give the best. I, I love the story of Mother Teresa who, in looking for her shoes, or when people give shoes to Mother Teresa's group, she would go through the shoes and find the dirty, the oldest pair. And that's what she would wear and give the best to the other people and the people that were there to get them. Do we give our best? I have one little story from about 50 years ago, well, more than that, almost 60 years ago. Well, more than that, 65 years ago. Christmas time. And I got $10 to spend on all my gifts. This was a, day, a few days ago, as you know. And there was this one thermometer that had a blue pearl, a blue stone in it, had gold, and it just seemed like that's what my mom should get. The problem was it was $9.50, and if I bought that for her, there was nothing else to spend for the rest of the family. And so we were shopping for a few hours, and I went back to that place about three, four times trying to decide if I should buy that. And finally, I did. My brothers and sisters weren't overly excited about the gifts I gave them. But my mom kept that thermometer. In fact, it's a thermometer that I now have back after she died. She had kept it. But you see, it was important to me to give something to mom who was always loving and caring for me and always stood up for me. I wanted to give her the best. I think that's what happened with Mary. She wanted to give her best to this Jesus, the one who had done so much for her, the one who loved her, had taught her so much. She had grown so attached to this person. And now there was ominous signs ahead. But she wanted to make sure that Jesus knew how she felt. It was also an act of humility. You see, it's not glorious to wash people's feet. But she did, because she wanted again to let Jesus know that he was her Lord. I'd like to share a little story from Homing uh, that Gerhard Frost wrote because this moves us into another area which I think is most important because I think the other thing that she, the reason she did this, she wanted to say thanks. A pastor in a rugged Norwegian seaport was in a whimsical mood. It seems that most of my congregation must have been lost at sea, he mused. When his listener was puzzled, the pastor explained, more than half of the members have at one time or another asked that I pray for their safe journey. But hardly 10 have returned to ask 
that I offer thanks. Sometimes God isn't subtle. He simply gives us what we want. We pray for a safe journey and we return home unharmed. We pray for the return of good health and we experience it. We pray for success in a particular venture or for the healing of some emotional wounds and our prayers are answered. These are all thank God moments. We all know them. The grace chapters go on and on as our Father writes them in his legible hand. But how often do we think or think? How often do we stop to voice our gratitude or to offer love in return for loving care? We get lost in the business of daily living and let ourselves rush past the meaning of life. Gift-giving nourishing nourishes a relationship and helps it grow. Thanklessness blights both giving and receiving, and thoughtlessness hinders the course of love. When we give a gift to someone we love, we expect to be thanked. If the person forgets to thank us, we're hurt. When we forget to thank a loved one for a gift we've received, we chastise ourselves. How can we treat our Heavenly Father with any less consideration than we expect from one another? In everything, with thanksgiving, we give thanks. That's what Mary did. It's one of the bright stories of that last week. Of somebody who, upon hearing the words that death is coming, cared enough to show love, respect, humility, with thanks. As we go through Lent, I hope we remember it's not just about giving up stuff. It's remembering to say thanks for the great gifts that God has given. Amen. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the Savior divine.
with thy spirit till all shall see Christ only Again, we want to remind you that as we have in most of our services, one of the chances that we get to participate is in the giving of an offering to give back to God as a sign of our love and thankfulness to God. But it's also to bring about healing and caring for our congregations, for our friends, our families, our community, and the world. And so we encourage you to give an offering to wherever you see a need and where it can be blessed by God. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for all the gifts you have given us. We thank you for money. We thank you for the love and service that so many people give. May our offering of our lives be true to our love for you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Continue with the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Jesus, keep me near the cross. There a precious fountain. Free to all a healing stream flows from Calvary's mind. Thank you for listening to a Neighbors United in Christ broadcast. Our podcast is supported by our three congregations of Deronda, Little Falls, and Trinity Lutheran Churches, our small town churches in Amory, Wisconsin. 
If you feel so moved to donate, please visit us online at nuicparish.org. That's nuicparish.org. Until next time.